Liron Hirschkorn here, host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. My next guest over the last two and a half months walked over 150 miles, worked out over 6,750 minutes, climbed over 1,125 floors, lost 13 pounds and gained muscle, read three and a half books, listened to over 200 hours of podcasts, sold a business and repaired a relationship with his mom. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode and take away some lessons from it. Uh, This episode is brought to you by my sponsored ads, Amazon uh, marketing agency, Incrementum Digital. Uh, To grow your Amazon brand using the power of Amazon ads, contact me, Liran, L-I-R-A-N, at incrementumdigital.com and enjoy the podcast. So I'm excited to have Sean Brandon Davis on the show. Um, Sean made uh, a Facebook post uh, about uh, a week ago or so. Um, and then that kind of prompted me to uh, reach out to him to have him uh, on the podcast. I, I first met Sean probably a couple of years ago um, in Hawaii. Uh, I think it was in Hawaii in 2018, January of 2018. Uh, at an event, and that actually, coincidentally, Sean's been a digital nomad since February 2018. He's living most of the year in Colombia or Jamaica, um, been involved in e-commerce, and mostly Amazon uh, FBA in 2013 after kind of leaving uh, and not really enjoying, uh, like many of us, myself included, corporate America, um, and um, also started doing this program called 75 Hard. Uh, on March 9th. So um, thank you for uh, coming on the show, Sean. Yeah, happy to be here. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, to talking with you about this, man. It's definitely uh, been an interesting, interesting last couple of months. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so, so tell us a, a little bit about 75 Hard. You know, I only recently had heard about it maybe a couple months ago. I was myself considering doing it and then just saw how hard it is and didn't actually uh dive in maybe you'll convince me differently um <laughs> so so tell us about uh andy Frisella and 75 hard and, and what the what the program is and then uh yeah we'll dive into sort of how it uh how it uh affected you yeah absolutely so so yeah 75 hard is a mental toughness program by andy Frisella, who um if you don't know him he's got a really large podcast for business and mindset uh, called Real AF, and it used mm-hmm. to be called um, the MF CEO Project. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he basically put this program out there to to help people have a practical strategy and, and, and system to regain self-discipline. Uh, the thing he always talks about is that you you typically know what you need to be doing, and it's just a matter of uh, doing what you tell yourself is the right thing to do. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. the program entails doing, uh, for 75 days consistently with, with no exceptions, um, two workouts per day, uh, 45 minutes each. One of them has to be outside. Um, uh, and then no cheat meals for 75 days, no alcohol, drink mm-hmm. one gallon of water, read 10 pages in a book with intention and take a selfie. Um, and I also uh, chose to listen to podcasts, actually his pro- podcast, the MFCEO project every day mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, yeah, man, it was it, it's 
it, it, it sounds like a lot and it is a lot. It's not an yep. easy program um, by any means, but, uh, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely been the best decision I've made as an adult. And, and I can, I can confidently say it. And I, and I feel like I've made some pretty good decisions in my life, but mm-hmm. uh, with, with where things are at and the timing of, of making the decision. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just kind of one of those things where, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think timing and, and when you choose to do something and and mm-hmm. uh, it, it all kind of happens for a reason, if, if you want to look at it that way. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, you started this March 9th, which is like seems to be maybe five or six days before the market took a major hit before kind of a lot of the world went into lockdown mode. Obviously, you weren't foreseeing that right it wasn't like related to to this but it seemed to have to have come just at that at that time yeah 100 percent. i actually saw the program the year before and my business partner brendan did the did the program um i kind of i i kind of said i wanted to do it but then i procrastinated and put it off put it off put it off and and um and the weekend that i made the decision i made the decision on a sunday and i started it on a monday and I heard Andy Frisella say this. He said, whatever excuse you're giving yourself about why you should wait one more week is the exact reason of why mentally you need to do this now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I literally just before hearing that thought, I really want to do this, but I've got a wedding next week and I want to drink <laughs> beers with my buddies. And um, so I'll start the next week. And when he said that, I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to I'm going to jump into it. And I have crazy friends and I had dinner with a friend that night um, at 8 p.m. I told him what I was going to do. And he said, if you're going to do it, I'll do it, too. And he joined up with me to be my accountability partner, which. Is, wow. Yeah, which is critical. And he and he's been. He's and been did huge. he make it through all 75 yeah. days also? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. He's he's been a rock and just a really, uh, really, really good good dude he's got a real uh a, a real good long history with like tony robbins events and working the uh-huh. events and stuff yep um and so he's uh yeah really really high achiever himself and mm-hmm. uh held me to a high standard and a high accountability which was which was critical i think anybody that does this you if i didn't have an accountability partner i i, I don't know if i would have completed it to be honest with you um Yep, it yep. makes it it makes it much easier. Um, he may be the same accountability partner I have right now. I'm not sure we're talking about Taz or not. No, uh, no, no. no. Uh, his Taz introduced me to him. It's a guy named oh. Paul. Oh, yeah. okay, Paul Mega. Yeah. Cal? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because you mentioned Tony Robbins and um, those are some of the names that that come up uh for me for me also um you know i did date with destiny in in december and that was kind of a major sort of life changing event for me and um a lot of the stuff you're saying about about uh you know kind of like putting things off uh i read a post recently there was actually this post on reddit that was made i i I did another podcast episode called no zero days and i talked about it about um this was six years ago somebody who who made this post about there there are three you's there's the past you and you kind of want to kind of forgive the past you you know not not be super uh not not be not live in regret too much but like forgive the past you there's the present you and there's the future you and the post was like hey if you want to snooze the alarm you know you, you say like f you you know present you 
uh, I'm doing this for future you, my, my best buddy. Right. So kind of like nice. very similar to what you said about, you know, Andy Frisella saying like next week is never going to come. If you keep saying next week, it's the reason why people, you know, don't start diets or put things off or, um, you know, if you, I, I think it's a good, it's a good thing to catch yourself doing that. I've been doing that more and more, even little things where my wife might say, Hey, can you take out the garbage? And maybe normally I'd say, yeah, I'll do that a little bit later. Now I just do it because I just know nice. like late later doesn't come, you know, yeah. uh, later just doesn't come. So, um, so you decided to do it. Um, that was, um, that was in, in March. Um, that's gotta be super hard to, find you kind of really need to make the time right the, the biggest thing obviously i mean you drinking a gallon of water probably not super easy either um you got to be like focused on that every day but like obviously the two 45 minute workouts doing a workout outside um all that um what do you think i mean do you think it was the accountability factor and that kind of made you do it because i would think it's really doing the. i would think really it's that first week to get you over the hump right to like yeah, Continue you know, I'm, I'm, I'm funny, man. I'm, uh, I'm very competitive. Uh, I played, mm-hmm. uh, I played a lot of sports, mainly, uh, football, uh, boxing, Muay Thai and rugby and, and, um, and, and, and rugby, man, like I remember the first, uh, the first month of rugby was one of the hardest challenges I ever faced, but I wanted to play so bad and I loved it, but it was really tough. And a guy looked at me and goes, mm-hmm. Hey man, maybe this isn't for you. And, um, that just fueled the fire and I ended up playing pretty competitive level and, and, and earning my way up. And so I'm, I'm pretty competitive. So my business partner did this program mm-hmm. and, uh, and I've seen a couple other people do the program and I just, it was more of, I wanted to be on the team. Like when I started playing mm-hmm. rugby, I, I started off on, on the, the, the division three side. And I said, I want to earn my way up to the division one team. And I did that. And, and so that, that kind of fuels, uh, a, a big mm-hmm. part of, of who I am. Um, and then in, in terms of, you know, actually executing on this and, and, and starting the first week for me was easy. Um, and that sounds mm. crazy, but, and, and I went right. from, you know, it's to, to, to explain where I was, I was at a place in my life where I was 265 pounds. I had been as high as 285. I've, I've gone up and down in weight all my life. Um, I've been, when I played rugby, I was 185 and super lean. Um, so, you know, I've gone up and down. I've had years where I've gone up and down as much as 70, 80 pounds. So, um, I was at a point where I wasn't exactly at my peak physical fitness and I wasn't working out every day or at all. I was sedentary working all the time, but the first week I was so fueled by the, the goal of, of being a part of this, this team. If you want to, that's the way I looked at it. I wanted to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, first fuck, first few weeks, first few months or first month, I mean, uh, first, you know, three, four weeks were actually fairly easy. There were a few nights where maybe I, I didn't prioritize the workout early enough and it, and it, it got to the evening and I worked out at, you know, midnight or something like that. But, and, and the rules mm-hmm. say, you know, your day is finished when you go to bed. Um, right. and, uh, but, but what ended up, what ended up happening is, is we had, quite a lot of challenges kind of all come into play as you can imagine. Um, they, like you said, you, you know, I started this on, on March the 9th, but I had no idea that the virus was going to be a real thing and real serious like that. And, and, and right. really affect things. We have a travel brand. So it, it put our revenue down 60, 70%. Um, 
we were actually in the process of exiting the business and, and preparing to go to market, um, which that kind of threw the wrench into that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then and then the other thing is Colombia locked their borders the day before my flight back. So all my stuff is in Colombia. My girlfriend had to move out of the apartment by herself. And uh, and and then I had to move in with my mom who lives alone. And, and you know, I'm sure you can imagine at 37 years old, moving in with your mom for an ind- indefinite period of time isn't exactly an easy situation. Right. Um, uh, and, and there's also a lot of challenges there relationally and, and everything as well. So. Um, so there was a lot that, that went on. So as the, as the course of this went, you know, played out and, and the 75 days played out with the levels of stress from some of those other things, the way I look at it is it was hard to complete the program, but without the program, I wouldn't have been able to complete these other things. I wouldn't have been able to push right. through these other challenges that was, it became kind of a platform or a foundation of positivity and growth that allowed me to channel my mindset, my energy and my focus onto something that was moving me forward, regardless of what happened financially, regardless right. of what happened with my business. Um, and, and you, you get to this place where you, you regain self-discipline that feeds and fuels your self-respect that builds into personal power. And then it becomes a situation where you're, I was constantly looking at my standard and raising it just a little bit more um, if I was walking, my, the neighborhood my mom lives in has a lot of hills. So I walk every day for the 45 minute walk and I found myself timing the walk and getting a little bit further every day. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, just, just pushing myself on little things. And to your point, you know, if, if some, if my mom says, take the trash out or please take the trash out, whatever, um, you know, before it'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it, but it's not hard. And I think a lot of times we build stuff up into our mind of like, oh, it's going to take me away from, from this. But there's so many things in life where you can just knock it out and get it done fast. Um, right. The key, the key for me was, was starting the day right and starting the day early. Um, mm-hmm. If you start the day with a workout, you're going to drink more water. You're going you're gonna to have that, that endorphin kick in. You're going to have that whole momentum built from early morning. And if you do your, your first workout in the reading, like it's, it's really kind of you kind of cruise through the rest of the the day and, and it's not so hard for me, but, uh, but the last two weeks of the program were really stressful. Um, uh, long, long story short, I ended up selling uh, a part of the business. We sold one brand, not, not all three brands. Mm -hmm. And that process, the process of going through preparing the financials and getting the, everything right with the broker and selling that, that part of the business was extremely stressful and I, and I fell back into bad habits. I started working till three or 4 a.m. again, 6 a.m. even some nights, um, just, just pushing, 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 which reduced the quality of, of the workouts and reduced the quality mm-hmm. of my sleep. Um, and, and so I didn't really feel as though the last two weeks of the program were at my standard, or, and I know they weren't. And, they, and, and the way that I put it is this, is I, I completed the program but the whole goal of the program is to eliminate the weakness. When you hear what Andy Frisella calls the bitch voice that says, hey, it's okay, sleep in longer. Hey, it's okay, take a break mm-hmm. um, or get to that task later. Then you kill that bitch voice with action. And so right. for me, I feel like I had, I came a long ways. I'm very proud of where I, of where I started to where I finished. I think I, I 10X'd 
myself in so many ways, but I, but I should have, you know, thousand X the, the growth. And so I left some on the table is, is the way I look at it. I left some fuel in the tank. I had more to give. <laughs> so, so you, you know, accomplished this massive thing that 99% of people don't do in their life, but you feel, um, you know, you feel like you could have done better. And I, I saw your post, you, you mentioned you were going to, you were going to start it again. Um, I don't know if you, if you did or, or didn't start, start it again yet, but um, you said you were kind of planning on starting it because you, you feel like you, um, you know, you, you, you didn't give it, I guess, as much as you could, which I, I think is something that plagues probably a lot of us, a lot of entrepreneurs, just a lot of people that are kind of high achievers is, you know, we folk focus more on like, you fo- you know, focus less on the accomplishment of like this amazing 75 super freaking hard days of, you know, just reading here, like from your Facebook post, you walked 150 miles, you worked out 6,750 minutes, you climbed over 1,125 floors, you lost 13 pounds and gained muscle, you read over 750 pages, three and a half books, and you listened to over 200 hours of uh, Andy Frisella's uh, podcast. But, you know, we, do you feel like you're more focused on sort of like I could have done better? Yeah, hundred percent. I left I left some on the table, man. I I know it wasn't my best performance, especially those last two weeks. And 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 if I really boil it down, the last two weeks where I was stressed out trying to sell this business, it all came down to mindset. And 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 so if my goal in doing the program is to improve my mindset to where I'm bulletproof, and then I have two weeks of of not putting the right priorities in place on a daily basis and can stay consistent with that, then I know I could have done better. And, and if that's the scorecard that I'm going to be judged by, I want for myself, it's a competition with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yep. If that's the scorecard that I want to be judged by, then I wasn't happy with turning in that result. So uh, I did start it again. I'm on day nine today. Um, wow. And uh, I took two days off because Paul, my accountability partner said, Hey, if you're going to do it again, I'm going to do it with you. And he had no reason to do it again with me. Um, wow. And, uh, and he, you know, so I, I respect and appreciate that dude so much because that just shows character. That shows a lot mm-hmm. about who he is. And, yeah. um, and, but he told me, he said, hey, man, I want to have one beer. I'm not going to drink two. I want to have one beer. Let's take the weekend, two days off, and then restart on Monday. I said, yeah, that's cool. I'm good with that. So we did that. Yeah. And then guess what? Monday came. He goes, I never even had the fucking beer. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, and, and then I guess there's a, there's an element of it where I know I could have done better. And I learned from the first round of doing this, what the weak points were, right? It, like I said, starting the workouts in the morning, doing the reading in the mm-hmm. morning. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I make sure that now I, I keep those structures in place. I keep that discipline in place. And so I'm, I'm just raising the standard that much higher for myself and, and, and it's funny, the first week was last week and I started off strong, two great workouts, then some different things I had to deliver for exiting that business and that brand came up. I had three really stressful days, kind of, you know, just did cardio, didn't lift the way I wanted to, didn't do the strength training the way I wanted to. But then Saturday and Saturday and Sunday, I crushed it and did two of the best right. workouts I had. And so when I reflected, I was like, you know what? I still had a really hard situation, but I had four wins 
four, my goal is always four days of strength training and three active recovery cardio days. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I did exactly that. I just didn't do it on the days that I originally planned to do them. Um, so my standard is definitely raised and I, and I'm, I'm feeling even just at a higher level and I have no doubt that I'll finish this thing flawlessly. Um, and it, and it's really just, which is probably a lot more confidence second time around. Yeah. Then going in, you, you know, you, you've conditioned yourself to know that you've, you've already done it once. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like so many things, like we're, so afraid of the unknown or afraid of venturing into something new sometimes but you know obviously once you do it once you do it twice you gain you gain that confidence you did it for you know two two uh two and a half months and so um you know you kind of gain that gain that uh that confidence of knowing kind of knowing what you're going to deal with right which is a lot which is a lot uh easier in a sense so um so yeah so walk us through like what's what's a, a typical day now with 75 hard you mentioned waking up early um uh i i read uh about 10 days ago i read uh the miracle morning um so yeah. I, I saw i saw hell elrod speak at an event i think it was at the capitalism conference uh i saw hell elrod speak and he gave his but i had a vip ticket and i got his book and kind of you know, came back and put it away. And, um, and then this past weekend, I took a digital detox. I was off everything for 48 hours, all electronics, computer, phone, everything. And so I went down to my basement to, I was looking for a book, a uh, different book. And then I ended up seeing that and I, I picked it up nice. and read it. And since then, I've been waking up sometime between five and six, closer to 530. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work every day to do it, wake up a little bit earlier. Um, and that's been, that's been a really good change for me. I've always considered myself like I'm not a morning person and I kind of know that's really bullshit. You're telling yourself, um, you know, if you go to sleep on time, if you, you know, if you don't listen to that voice in your head that tells you to go back to sleep, that you're super comfortable. If you put your alarm away from your, you know, away from right next to you, it forces you to get up. Like if you do the right things, you could be anything you say you want to be. So for me, that's been, uh, it's been a really good change. Um, and it's crazy because I've woken up like five 30 and I still am not getting to really start working until like eight 39. Um, but I'm doing all this other stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm running a couple miles. I'm, uh, meditating, I'm reading, I'm journaling, like I'm doing all this stuff that like, there's no way that in a crazy distracted, distractive world, with everything that's hitting us that I would be able to do if it wasn't for that time. Um, right. Are you kind of, are you going through kind of a similar morning routine? Yeah. So I, yes, I do have a, a very similar morning routine um, in terms of the time I wake up, it actually fluctuates. And, and what I focus more on is the quality and time of sleep. Um, mm-hmm. So if something does, uh, cause I I'm working with people across several time zones. So I'm working with a lot of yep. people on the, you know, West Coast, East, I'm on the East Coast and, and, uh, and, and working people in the UK and stuff too. So sometimes things come mm-hmm. up where, uh, where I still work till midnight or something like that. So I, mm-hmm. I mainly try to make sure I get seven hours of sleep, um, of quality yep. sleep. So that's the biggest yep. thing for me. And then when I wake up, uh, the first thing I do is drink water. Um, I start drinking water. I, I start listening to a podcast to start prepping myself. Then I'll, then I'll do some meditation and reading and then I'll get into the workout and, uh, you know, and, and I find myself, 
after giving myself a little bit of time, like the time of, of waking up and starting the day, uh, getting through the meditation and the reading and then doing the workout, I find that my energy levels are, are really at a peak for, for doing a great workout. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I'll, I'll finish the workout, um, roll right into basically some of the top priorities for, for the day. And I'll, I'll do that stuff the night before I'll kind of map out what the priorities are. Mm -hmm. um, for business. And then I'll start attacking those. Andy Frisella talks about something that he uses, which I've, I've been implementing. I'm, I'm not perfect at it yet. I'm still, uh, making improvements to it, but it's called the power list. And so, um, he does top five things that you have to do to win the day. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it can be whatever is, is important to you. It could be business, it could be personal, it could be fitness. Um, but whatever those things are that you're not getting done hi historically that you need to be getting done, that you know, you should be getting done. Uh, you, you, you knock those things out. You can be done with that power list by two in the afternoon and you've won the day, no matter what else fucking happens, you have won that day. And, um, yep. you put, you know, you know, seven days in a row, you know, a couple months in a row, a couple years in a row eventually. And it, and it just accumulates and, and there's no way you're not going to hit your goals and move forward. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So my day is, is pretty structured. I always, I do my cardio outside at 7 PM every day. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. And I wear a fat suit. I do the the sauna suit, so I get good sweat, get good, so, mm -hmm. you know, good detox for the body as well. Um, and uh, and I eat super clean. Uh, cook a lot of cook a lot of the meals myself. I have to take care of my mom. I cook for her, uh, you know. So so I'm I'm uh, really really disciplined when it comes to that part of it. Uh, I was doing intermittent fasting, but I so it's funny during the middle of the 75 hard program. I had lost, you know, a good bit of weight, like I said in the, in the beginning, but my workouts mm -hmm. weren't as intense. And there was a challenge that Andy Priscilla's company, his supplement company, First Form, put out where you could win $50,000 uh, for body transformation. I thought, well, shit, I'm already doing the work. I just got to make adjustments and, and, and go for this, too. So it's an eight-week challenge. So um, that finishes up on Monday. Um, so, wow. so I signed up for that, too. And with that, I've never counted macros. I started counting macros and realized I was under consuming a ton of like, like calories were way off. I was eating 1200 mm -hmm. to 1500 calories. Now I'm eating 2000 a day um, for my body weight and my goals. That's, that's what I calculate out to. Um, mm. And, uh, and now I'm gaining massive amounts of muscle back um, from when I used to be, you know, pretty strong and fit before I'm, I'm I'm getting back into that place and feeling really powerful and strong and, and that's healthy. And, and what I've noticed is my energy mm -hmm. levels. When I did intermittent fasting, the thing I loved about it was my energy was great, but the truth is in the afternoons I crashed um, right. with this, my energy sustains throughout the whole day. And that's been, that's been a huge uh, shift what's, for me. What's the name of that challenge? Uh, it's called my transformation, but the, the F is a P and an H. So my transformation uh -huh. starts today. Got it. Cool. So people can uh, can go can go check that out. I'm sure he does it like on a on a every so often, every quarterish kind of a thing. And and, uh, yep. and and he gives fifty thousand cash prize for the winner. Second place gets ten thousand cash prize. Um, the the mobile app that you that you sign up through. Um, there's a mm -hmm. free version and a paid version. The paid version is like forty seven bucks for the year. I paid mm -hmm. for it. It has a ton of content. They do live Q and A's uh, weekly multiple times a week and um and it counts your macros you can enter like you can literally do everything out of the app um mm -hmm. and that gave me a lot of structure as well to um 
to make sure that I'm that I'm doing the right things. And, and I've asked a lot of questions on the live streams. I've asked my advisor. I get an advisor too. I asked my advisor a bunch of questions. So I've learned a lot about the quality of sleep. And, and the biggest thing that I was doing wrong for a period of time was I was working out at night and that was creating, mm -hmm. that was producing cortisol, which suppresses melatonin. So then my right. sleep quality was poor. So working out in the morning sets my body cycles, my chemistry cycles on the right rhythm. And I get the cortisol in the morning. And then by the time I'm, I'm done towards the end of the evening, uh, I'm able to go to sleep without, uh, and, without problem. And then so 75 hard is, is to work out. So then would you do the second more like afternoon? Yeah, I would do it in the evening. Yeah, I'd, I'd go outside and walk the hills in my neighborhood. Oh, got it. Uh, 7 p.m. every day. And I've gotten to know neighbors and I've, you know, even during the quarantine, like like my mom lives next to a lake in the country in Georgia. So uh, pretty, pretty chill out here. And, uh, you know, the quarantine hasn't, in terms of day to day, hasn't affected me because I'm a digital worker. I, I work at the computer right. all day anyways, and then go outside for my walk. And, uh, and that, that walk became the best part of my day because number one, I would listen to podcasts about mindset from Andy, but number mm -hmm. two, yep. um, I would also just pause the podcast halfway through and just reflect and visualize and think and think. Mm -hmm. Yep. And visualization has been a, a really big thing for me now too. And, and I've always said, oh, like, again, you know what you should be doing in the back of your mind. You know, most people that are successful have, have learned enough information. It's not about what to do. It's about doing it. And so right. um, for me, I'm like, oh, I, sh I need to be visualizing. I need to do a dream board. I need to do these things. Well, then I started just doing it. And, um, you know, so visualizing myself winning the $50,000 competition, visualizing myself selling that brand, uh, you know, whatever it is and fixing, fixing certain things or manifesting certain things. And I do that while I'm walking as well. Yeah, which is something that, you know, actually kind of started with a lot of sports athletes, right? Like you would envision making that free throw, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of, a lot of uh, athletes uh, do that. And that's, that's one of the things uh, in the miracle morning kind of has makes you go through sort of six steps, which is uh, silence, uh, journaling, visualization, reading, uh, exercise, um, and, and journaling. So um, something I've been, uh, been doing also, and, and, uh, you know, I think you can visualize, differently and, and it could be something different every day you can visualize just like okay how is this day going to go what do i want to do and then you can also visualize like where do i want to be in five years from now um and For sure. fo focus on on different things at different times so um how did how did uh doing this do you think affected i mean definitely your mindset like do you find that i i find that um exercise or just um can be can for me sometimes be a combination of two things one it can be an escape um if like if i'm having a stressful day like you know uh getting on the peloton bike or going for a run or something can sort of be like an escape like my mind i just go to a different place um but at the same time it also allows me to think well if i did that and if i push through and finish the exercise and whatever then i can push through other stuff right and not not avoid stuff do you find did you did you find that it you know did one thing more for you than the other or um, how did it, how did this kind of relate to your business? Obviously you're, you know, you mentioned you're selling travel products. That's going to be heavily affected right now. Yeah. You know, um, look, the, the, the business stuff was, was a little tricky and, and we've, you know, any, any entrepreneur has been through peaks and valleys. And, and so we've weathered our own storms in the past and we've 
we've learned how to be resilient and resourceful and have grit. And, uh, and because of that, there was already a layer of, of mental toughness when it came to that. I have a, I have a high tolerance for risk. Um, mm -hmm. and, but this gave me an ultimate edge of, um, you know, the workouts themselves to your question did give me, I think on some days an escape and on other days, just mm -hmm. a, a moment of power, a moment of control mm -hmm. of something that I can have control over that improves my life, no matter what happens. And, um, you know, and, and with the revenue going down and us needing to get creative and resourceful and, and figure things out, then, you know, it, it just created this sense of, um, this is, this is something that I'm doing. That's a positive action. And then because you're doing one thing, that's a positive action, you're building momentum in other areas. So then it became very clear, like, well, we can control these three things. Let's focus on these three things. We can't control what the market's going to do. We can't control the virus. We can't control the government. So we just have to be resourceful and, right. and figure it out. And so, um, it, and, and we kept saying this too, because I say we, because it was me and my business partner. And we just kept mm -hmm. saying, hey, we're going to focus on what we can control. We're going to focus on the good actions and do massive, you know, take massive actions in the right directions. And something good is going to happen. Something is going to give, mm -hmm. something's going to happen. And that's, and that's what ultimately happened. Uh, um, a government loan did come through that, that actually genuinely helped us tremendously. Um, mm -hmm. We sold, uh, again, part of the action side of it. We sold a brand. That's going to put mm -hmm. cash flow back in the business. That's going to take pressure off operationally as well. So we can do more creative things and, and grow, um, you know, and, and then there's a whole nother component to this that I haven't even mentioned the, the entire time that, that this is all going on. Uh, I came in and, and, and moved into my mom at a time when my mom was, um, she was alone. My dad had died the year before and she was alone. Mm. I'm living out of the country. My brother lives an hour and a half away, but he's busy all the time. And you ever heard that statement from Tony Robbins where he says, hurt people, hurt people, like hurting people, yep. hurt people. She had hurt, yep. she had hurt everybody in the family pretty much. And, um, and I don't want to get into all the details of it. Um, yeah. I recognized it right away of what it was. But it was so ingrained and it had such a stronghold that when I came here, it was, I broke down. I actually, the first couple of weeks, uh, it was, a, I think it was the second week of the, of the program is when I moved here, um, when I got locked out of Columbia and, um, mm -hmm. and I broke down I told my brother, I said, I can't, I can't do this. And I got to a point and I guess I have to kind of tell, say something. She had a, a, a an addiction to pills and, uh, and, and mm -hmm. it was really bad. Um, and the reason I do have feel like I should say that, and, and her and I talk about this all the time, um, is that it had a stronghold on her and it, and it mentally changes the way she processes things. Mm -hmm. And so I've helped her detox and she's detoxed completely and, and being, been free from it. Um, so the first few weeks wow. I broke, I broke down and told my brother, it was at a point where I said, I don't know if I'll ever see her again, but I can't live there. And I, I got, I, I literally had this day, I just broke down and said, if I never see her again, that's a reality. That's, that's a very strong possibility. I'll never see her again live. And, uh, and so I, um, I got on the phone with Paul, my, my accountability partner, and he challenged me and he said, you know what, man, you got to show up with a higher level of love. You got to show up with the best version of yourself ever. And so hmm. 
I came back with a renewed mindset and I leveraged this program for 75 hard. This is why I say it's the best decision I've made in my life. Um, I leveraged the strength that I gained from this program to look at my situation with my mom and say, you know, not to mention the business stuff that, that was so insignificant, even though it was important. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just said, what can I control? to make her situation better? What can I do to show her love? What can I do to raise her, her feelings of love? And it took about two weeks, two weeks of me doing everything I could above and beyond waking up earlier, you know, cleaning the entire house, cooking for her, caring for her, just showering her with love. After two weeks, she went from being negative and nasty and, 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 and really difficult to, full of joy, gratitude, and, and thanking me daily. And, um, wow. That's incredible. That's much more, that's much more meaningful than any business. It, it is, man. It, it means the world to me and the quality of the relationship we have now and the day-to-day time we get to spend together. Columbia still has the border shut until September. And, uh, and it's mm-hmm. tough because my girlfriend and I are separated and she's, she's having a hard time with it, but she's also coming through mm-hmm. stronger and growing as a person. Um, and, but the relationship and the time with my mom, again, when I say things happen for a reason and the timing that I joined this program was, Mm -hmm. was the right timing for me. Um, that's what I mean, because yes, it helped me save my business. Yes. It helped me not be fearful during that time with my business. Cause I really didn't fear, fear, feel fear at all. Um, but it gave me this time with my mom, which I can't replace. Like that can never, even my brother, my brother to this day is just like, I don't know what you did. I don't know how you did it, but you turned this around and he's like, now his relationship with her is better too. And she's been an amazing mom. I don't want this to sound, you know, it, it, the reason I hesitated to say these things is because like, she's been an amazing mom. She's been loving all of our lives and given us so much love and showered us with love. She was just empty. And so when you really look at somebody's situation in life, if they're struggling, you really have to ask yourself, like, what's the root cause of that? And for her, it was loneliness, emptiness, and she didn't feel loved anymore. Now she's like fighting for life and she just wants to live and enjoy every day. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I think, um, you know, I think seeing people with perceptive and um, I heard a, I heard a guy, um, I listen to every day actually has a, has like a day, a podcast. It's called unlocking greatness. And he does a zoom and Facebook live every day, Charlie Harari. And um, this morning he actually, he's talking about what's going on in the world right now, obviously with protests and um, things that are going on in the world. And he was saying that he challenges you to, to kind of have a different perspective when you see someone, um, you know, don't just, See, see someone with a different perspective, you know, um, kind of like you said, there's this one, one way of, he, he was telling a story of like, you know, the typical kid who acts out in class, but there's this one teacher who says, yeah, but do you, have you seen his creativity? Like, do you think, do you, can you see what he's capable of? Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of focusing on he's acting out in class and he'll never amount to anything. Right. Um, and I think it's, that you know he was saying how you can see people see people with your eyes but there's your eyes that are there just to see and there's kind of spiritually seeing and uh like you said there's kind of two perspective that um that you could take with with 
uh, with your mom, you could have seen the one side of just like, hey, you know, um, it's not a good environment or whatever. She's taking pills and, you know, she's being bad or like, hey, this person is broken because they've been through a lot. And let me have some empathy and see if I can uh, if I can use love and my mindset, et cetera, to help overcome the situation. Obviously, that that worked. And it's such a uh, I think it's such a lesson. Uh, and you know, I also see like, I see for myself too, a lot of this, like the silver lining of COVID and the world being shut down. I was, you know, I traveled a hundred plus days out of the house last year and now I'm home with my family, right? Like there, there, I see so many silver linings out of this. You got locked out of Columbia, got to spend time with your mom, help resolve the issues um, while, while doing this program. Like there's, you know, I think, um, perspective is such an important thing for us to be able to um, think about and see things from other uh, perspectives. So um, thanks for, thanks for sharing that. I know it's not, uh, not uh, easy and you also don't want to necessarily like disparage or talk badly about, you know, like a family member, obviously your mom, and obviously it's not what you were trying to, you were trying to, uh, to do. No, I, um, yeah, the heart of it is, is just that she's been through a lot in her life and, and she has her own, we all have our own battles to fight. And I'm just proud of her for, you know, for the fight that she's been giving lately. And, and, and I'm forever grateful. Like I, like I, I truly know that God put me here in this time. As soon as the borders closed to Columbia, that's the first thing I said, I said, look, I need to be here for my mom. Um, mm-hmm. But then actually staying here for her was, was a much bigger challenge than I expected. And, um, and I don't, I, I, I don't want to give too much credit to, to things, I guess, but I don't know if I would have been able to, to do it without the accountability of Paul and the program to give me that mm-hmm. foundation of consistency. And, and the last thing I'll, I'll say about this is that I've been reading this book called The Law of Attraction. It's a, it's a very specific version of it. Um, and the guy talks a lot about when you're visualizing things, when you're, when you're doing these things to, to manifest something in your life. Um, it's about the vibration internally, the feeling and the emotion that something creates. Um, and what I what I truly kind of believe in my paraphrased version of living through this experience has been as I've increased the vibration of myself internally and my self-love has grown and my self-respect and, and power has grown, my outside world has shaped and changed not just with my mom, my business, most of my girlfriend had emotional ups and downs like crazy. The more consistent and stable I became internally, the more my world around me started to change. And I've seen that in the last you know, 90 days, 75, 90 days. Um, and it's, it's been crazy because you hear about these things like the law of attraction, you hear about all this stuff and some people believe it, some people don't, but mm-hmm. I'm a bigger believer than I've ever been now because of the way that it's been impacting even yep on a day-to-day basis even yep um you know and i i think like yeah like you said some people believe in the law of attraction people don't believe i i think uh for me the law of attraction is like the is a science meaning it's not about sitting in a room and saying i'm gonna i'm gonna have a million dollars i'm gonna have a million dollars i'm gonna have a million dollars it's about it's about thinking about what you want putting it out there visualizing it and then by doing that you're kind of programming your mind to take action to get closer to those goals law of attraction i think is also a lot about not what you get but what are you willing to give in order to get um those things but you know it's certainly not 
I, I think the concept is misunderstood. It's not about sitting in the room just thinking that you're going to get something. I think there's the action part to it. It's it's that by by visualizing and by putting what you want out into the universe, you are more likely to take action steps to get towards that goal, right? 100%. It's like having a G- it's like getting on the road with a GPS versus without a GPS. If you're driving from New York to California uh, without a GPS, it's unlikely that you're going to get there. Uh, you may end up somewhere else. And if you have a GPS, you're being sort of guided to drive towards 100%. that destination. And I think that's exactly what uh, what law of attraction is. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, lastly, um, you, you mentioned you read three and a half books. I'm assuming one of those is is the law of attraction books uh, book. What, what were the books that you read um, and which which was your your favorite or most impactful? Yeah, that's a good question. So I read a book called The Big Leap. Um and uh, and that one talks a lot about how we have a set of limiting beliefs from when we're 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 really young that kind of get programmed into our subconscious. That once you start to experience higher levels of joy, fulfillment, success in any one area, uh, you will self sabotage subconsciously without realizing it. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was probably the best book that I read. Um, and. Uh, and and I and I'm actually going to go back and read again because I want to um, just just get that much more out of it. I also read a book called Essentialism. Essentialism was mm-hmm. uh, was a very good book. They they kind of taught, have this mantra of less but more. Um, great book. Um, I also read The Law of Attraction, um, and then I'm uh, I'm part ways through Relentless uh, with uh, the mm-hmm. Tim Grover book. Um, yep. You know, so so yeah, they they're all they were all amazing. Um, I, I know I'll read them all again. Um, but especially the, the big leap that that book really gave some practical ways to, to change that limiting belief and that, and that, um, just that, that feeling that you get like worry, like even like worry thoughts, like it teaches you how to just really simply and quickly qualify if something, something you should worry about or not. Um, so it was, it was an amazing book, hands down. And, you know, one actually, I'll tell you this. The thing that made me start 75 Hard a second time was something he called integrity breach. Integrity, the original meaning from what this book says, is about completeness and wholeness. It's not necessarily a more morality issue. Um, it's about completeness and wholeness. So if you have a breach in your integrity of your self-integrity of any kind, then there's a lack of completeness and wholeness. And when I look back on those last two weeks when I struggled in the program, um, I realized that I I could have done more. I realized that I could have done a better job and I recognize those things. So do I mail it in and say, well, I completed it, I'm gonna move on. And then that's my victory. Or do I say, you know what, no. I might have completed something, but it wasn't my best. I'm going to do it again, and so um, that's that's the reason I I I did that. Wow, it's amazing the kind of concepts and takeaways you could take from uh, you know reading a book, listening to a podcast, and uh, you know learning something and taking taking in information that can vastly uh, impact and, and change your life uh, in a positive way. Um, Sean, thank you uh, so much for for coming on and uh, and sharing. I think this will be uh, really helpful to others and for for people to check out uh, Andy Frisella and Seventy Five Heart. I think if you're going to do it, 
um, for sure find an accountability partner. I'm sure there's like Facebook groups and Reddit's and places where, where, um, you can, you can find an accountability partner or, or ask a friend if, uh, if they want to do it, uh, with you. I know I'm in some groups, uh, where I've seen people who, who start and, and, uh, will ask for, for accountability partners. So I would say if you, if you're going to go and attempt to do it, having somebody you can, you know, uh, hold you accountable. I think, I think for me, the reason why I kind of, I saw somebody posting a group that was doing it and was asking, you know, who else is joining in. And I, I was kind of considering it, but I didn't share it with anybody. I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't have an accountability partner to say, Hey, let's do this together. And so I was like, this is very hard. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. Um, and you know, sometimes it's also gotta be the right time. Like you saw this a year ago and you know, that just wasn't the right time for you to, to go through it. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be the, be the right time. But at the same time, sometimes there's no better time like uh like right now you know to get started with something absolutely um uh thank you so much for for coming on uh the show and and uh and sharing your uh, your experience um looking forward maybe you'll finish uh uh this next round and have you come on again and talk about yeah. uh the difference between <laughs> uh the difference between round one and round two of uh completing 75 hearts. awesome yeah i appreciate you having me man i'm looking forward to it and uh yeah just uh one day at a time, win one day at a time. Hope you enjoyed that interview of episode seven of the e-commerce mindset podcast. Join our Facebook group called e-commerce mindset and write a review for us on iTunes or share this with a friend. If you enjoyed this episode, we'll see you on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset podcast.